Hello, 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 and welcome back to Formula E Byte, the podcast that brings you Formula E updates in bite-sized chunks. And in this episode, we're having a run through the Hyderabad E-Pri, the first E-Pri to be held in India, and of course, then the first time that we visited this track, this circuit in Hyderabad, uh, the street circuit, and that was a bit of a chaotic weekend, to be honest, and I liked it. We had cars falling apart across the weekend sessions, and I liked the track. I thought it was an entertaining track, probably added to the chaos, really, that chicane was a mental idea, or at least it turned out to be in the way it, it just played out during the pre. There were a couple of stretches of track like that, um, actually, and that track limit nonsense was the way it was handled, especially on a street circuit, was annoying and weird. But I love a bit of chaos. I love it. And yeah, I can imagine if Formula E comes back here, then we will almost certainly see an amended track layout. But that is all part of the fun and the expanding of the series to new locations. And we love the street circuit element to Formula E. That's one of the things that's made it so great all these years. The race had effects on the championship title as well, with poor Jake Dennis getting the McLaren of Rene Rast colliding with him in what was a pretty poor weekend for McLaren, I think it's fair to say. But let's see how it all started with qualifying. In Group A, the four drivers that went through were in fourth place, Gunter, third, Buemi, second, Fenestras, and top of the group, Mitch Evans. Pascal Verlein was fifth, which, considering his car was in the absolute bin at the end of free practice one, wasn't, wasn't too bad, to be fair. And in Group B, fourth place was Montara, third, Bird, second, Vern, and top of the group was Rast. So for the quarterfinal duels, we had Buemi versus Fenestras, which Buemi won, and Evans versus Gunter saw Evans win after Gunter had a track limits issue and his time was deleted. The same thing happened to Bird in his duel with Vern. His time was deleted, so Vern went through. And Vern ended up going through completely unopposed because Mortara and Rast had the same issue, so... In the other semi-final, it was Evans versus Buemi, which Evans won. And then we had Vern and Evans in the final, with Evans ending up on pole. So what happened in the race then? Who came away with points? Well, in 10th place, we had Mortara, who was a bit of a mess all weekend, to be honest. He was flying his car all over the show, bashing into people left, right and centre. Um, Maserati has had a bit of a shocker in general to be honest Gunter finished 13th, uh, started in 5th Lotterer finished 9th Van Dorn did very well actually coming up from 17th to finish 8th Nato I thought did drive a bit strangely as well but, but did well ultimately finishing 7th up from 14th picking up fastest lap Roland finished 6th Sete Camera drove very well up from 15th to finish 5th. Pascal Verlein, 4th, 
recovered very well from his start down in 12th and really benefited from his closest rival up to now, Dennis, uh, not picking up any points. So to pick up 12 was very good for Verline. Porsche were strong in this race because Verline's teammate De Costa finished third up from 13th. Cassidy finished second and Verne took away the win. That was De Costa's first podium for Porsche as well. So just a, a nice weekend for him. So then, the podium prediction, which as you know by now or not if you're new, that is the part of the episode where in the preview episodes I will pick three drivers that I think will end up on the podium. And I said Dennis, Verline and Hughes. So, no. Um, I was very wrong on two of those. But I did want to highlight this submission from Anthony, who said, I think this weekend we will see the return of former teammates De Costa and Verne on the podium together. We can't go too long without seeing them both there. They will be alongside Jake Dennis. Well, you were wrong about Dennis, Anthony, but you were spot on with Verne and De Costa. So, not a bad prediction at all. Two out of three is is very strong prediction, particularly because I I don't think we'd seen enough from Verne so far this season to to confidently before this weekend to confidently say, yeah, he'll be up there. So fair play to you. And if you would like to submit a podium prediction yourself, you can just email show.formulaebytes at gmail.com. Let's take a look now at the standings. Starting with the drivers, let's look at their top 10. In 10th, we have Degrassi in the Mahindra. He has, he has 18 points so far this season. 9th is De Costa, and thanks to his podium, he now has 21 points. 8th is Rast on 26, still one point behind his teammate. Jake Hughes, who has 27, and that's because both McLarens DNF this weekend. 6th place is Sam Bird on 28, just one point ahead of Hughes. Cassidy now has 28 points as well, thanks to his P2 in the last round. He's now in 5th place. His teammate, Buemi, is on 31 points in 4th. And also on 31 points, we have Jean-Éric Verne, thanks to his win, making up 25 of those points, of course. And the top two remains the same. Dennis still has sixty point. Uh, sorry, still has sixty-two points, same as he did before this weekend because he finished sixteenth and got no points. And Verline has managed to extend his lead now because he did pick up twelve points this weekend. So Verline is top with eighty points. And let's look at the team standings. Well, in 11th, ABT Cupra still have no points. Maserati have three points and are in 10th, picking up one point in the last round. Nissan are 9th with 11. Also on 11 points in 8th place is Neo, thanks to the 10 points from the last round. Mahindra has 26 points in 7th. DS Penske have 36 points in 6th. Jaguar has 42 
points in 5th, McLaren have 53 points in 4th, Envision a 3rd on 59 points, then Avalanche and Retti have 78 points and are in 2nd place, and as you would expect, Porsche are top of the team's standings with 101 points. So we are starting to see some gaps open up in both the drivers and the team's championships. But as I always say, changes or can change so fast in Formula E. So given that we've only had four rounds so far on what is quite a long season, to be fair, it's certainly not a done deal yet, but it is interesting to see the trends that are emerging so far. Mainly Porsche doing pretty well in this early part of the season. And that will wrap up this episode for today. We'll, we will be back next week for the preview episode of the Cape Town E-Prix. So make sure you are subscribed or following Formula E-Byte to wherever you listen to your podcasts so that you can listen to that episode as soon as it is available. And until then, see you later.